0: Sweet Jesus, we want to thank you and welcome uh, you on this radio. This is Freedom Experience Radio. We know that we are fellowshipping with our brothers and sisters across the globe. Thank you, uh, listeners, for tuning in on Freedom Experience Radio. This is, once again, a Freedom Experience teaching series, a program that takes you in the Word of God so that you are enlightened, so that you you see the life that is in the Word and the light that is in the Word, so that it becomes your enjoyment as grace and reality. We want to see Christ in His Word. We want to share the Word of God to see that we are enlightened and we shall be set free because we have now acquired the truth. Glory to Jesus for that Today I've come to take you in the word of God And we are going to talk about The dispensing of the triune God The dispensing of the triune God Another word for dispensing will be The distribution of the triune God Or the administering of the triune God All the uh, uh, administrating of the uh, the triune God The administering, the dispensing This uh, We are doing stewardship We want to show you how God dispensed himself into us. How the triune God, the word triune means the three in one God, the Trinity. When we go in the word of God, in 2nd Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, it shows how the triune God has been given to us as a dispensation, as a distribution. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 13:14, it says that the grace of of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Trinity is to be with us all in form of the grace of Jesus Christ because the grace of God is Christ himself. The love of God, the love of God, love is God himself. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit, fellowship of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit himself. Be with you all. That is 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. This verse is strong proof that the Trinity of the Godhead is known for the doctrinal teachings or doctrinal understanding. We don't just learn about the Trinity. We don't just learn about uh, that they are uh, they are three in one. We just learn. We just. We don't just learn uh, this systematic theology. Theology but it is for the dispensing, for God himself uh, to be dispensed uh, in his trinity into his chosen and redeemed people. It is the Lord's desire, it's the Lord's desire to see that he powers himself into his people. That's why this verse proves to us that the grace of God Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Spirit, be with us. They love to be in us as the triune God. So, in the Bible, we see that uh, we have seen that uh, in, in the Trinity. The Trinity is never revealed in the Bible, uh, as uh, it is. It's not just a doctrine, and it's not mentioned that the Trinity. It is always revealed, all mentioned in regard to the relationship of God with His creatures, he, because He had, He wanted to build a relationship between the creatures. That's when he unveiled himself that he's a trinity, That is a three-in-one God. In actual sense, he didn't want us to, to know that he's a, a three-in-one God, but he, because he wanted to relate with us, including redemption, that made him to see that in it, he reveals himself to us as a trinity, as a three-in-one. It always revealed all mentioned in regard to the relationship of God with his creatures, especially with man who was created by him and more particularly with his chosen and redeemed people. So, the first divine title used in the divine revelation, uh, that is in Genesis, is what we call Elohim. Elohim is a Hebrew word. Is a title used in, relationship, in relationships, in relation to God's creation. In the beginning, God created. Now, the word God here is plural in number, Genesis 1.1. In Hebrew, the word God is plural in number, whereby it means the trinity, the three, the, the three in one, implying that God as the creator of the heavens and the earth for man is triune, is three in one, is a trinity. Now concerning his creation of man, He, in his own image, when he created us in his own image, after his own likeness, he used the plural, uh, that is, uh, pronouns as us and our referring to his trinity when you read in Genesis chapter 1 and verses 26 because he wanted to introduce himself to us as the triune God he uses the pronouns as us our Genesis 1 26 says that and God said let us let us he did not select me Mm-mm. he said let us make man in our, now that is beyond one person, our image after our likeness let them have dominion over so we see that he now reveals himself as the triune God to man concerning his creation of man in his own image after his own likeness he used the plural, as and ours referring to his trinity so, and implying to us that he would be one with man and expressing himself through man in his trinity. In other words, he had this uh, in his desire to one day be one with man. One day express himself through a man as his trinity. So we see that in Genesis, later on in Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3 verses 22, the Bible says that and the Lord God said, "Behold, man is become as one of us, one of us, not one of me, to know good and evil. And to know uh, and now, let us let, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever." So he, he said they discussed the Trinity to discussed. Now man has become one of us. So when we come still to Genesis eleven. Uh, verses seven, we will see in Genesis eleven, verses seven. Still, when they were, he came to disorganize these people that were building the tower of Babel. He said that God let uh, God, God to let us go down. He said God to let us go down. Let us go down, and there are confound their language, that they may not understand. Uh, one uh, one another's speech so so the Lord scattered them abroad from this so he said let us go that is how God expressed himself to man revealing to, to us that he was a triune God he is a three in one God a trinity God so uh, when we still come in Isaiah 6 chapter 8 he says whom shall I send whom shall we send Isaiah chapter 6 he said Whom shall we? So you see that uh, God has been exposing himself, he refers to himself again and again as the us, us, we, us, in regard to his relationship with man and with his chosen people. So we have seen that, that in order to redeem fallen man, that he might again have the position to be one with man, he became incarnated. That one we saw even in the previous teaching. John chapter one verse one. Because he wanted to unite us back to him, he had to put on flesh. He had to become uh, be, to be in the sun and through the spirit. When Jesus was on earth, God was in the sun. So and through the spirit. Luke chapter one, verse thirty one to thirty five. The Bible says in Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one verses 31 through 35. You see that it says um, that and behold thou shalt uh, conceive uh, in the womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the most high and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no more end, uh, be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? And I, I because I know not a man. And the angel answered and said to her unto her that the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. They have spoken God, the Son of the Most High God, Jesus being the Son, and now the Holy Spirit. So even in the giving birth of Jesus Christ and the conceiving of Jesus Christ, we see that the triune was working together. The trinity God was working together. Hallelujah. So we have got to learn a lesson that the reason as to why God is triune is for our enjoyment. He wants us to know and to enjoy and to experience him in that way. We see that to be a man and lived here in human life on earth as the son of man, as the son of God, but it was God that was in Jesus Christ. Luke chapter two verses forty nine. The Bible says, in Luke chapter two, verse forty nine, continues to tell us that, and He said unto them, How is it that you sought me? This is Jesus. We ye not that I must be about my Father's business? Jesus is now speaking to the parents concerning the Father, which is God, the Father. Hallelujah. So, we see that they, they, we can now trace their tra- Trinity, the triune God in the scriptures, as the three in one God. So, uh, because we have seen that, we see that He also uh, wanted us to, to see Him and to know Him and to live in us by the Spirit. For example, we see when the Spirit is separated and spoken uh, about in A separate way in Luke chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit. We see now, even the Holy Spirit is now spoken of in a separate way, and Jesus is in a separate way. Even the baptism God spoke from heaven, the dove, the Holy Spirit came in the form of a dove, and Jesus was in the waters in baptism. So, even When we go to Matthew chapter 12, verses 28, we can see something still in Matthew chapter 12, verses 28. The Bible says in verse 28 of Matthew 12, that um, "But if ye cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto thee. The Spirit of God, Jesus. So we see that he can trace himself he can speak out himself that is a triune God and that's why I give you several scriptures that you may get this clarification through the Word of God so we see now that uh, at, at at the beginning of his ministry on earth the father anointed the son with the Holy Spirit the father anointed the son with the Holy Spirit when we read Matthew chapter 3 verses 16 we see something still. Matthew 3, verses 16 to 17. The Bible still says, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight out of the water, and behold, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw uh, the Spirit of God descending like a dove, that is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, light and, and uh, lighting upon him. Verse 17, and behold, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son uh, in whom I am well pleased. Now we can see the spirit descending. Jesus is in the water and God is speaking from heaven. That's how the Trinity work. When we go in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, it says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So in order that he might reach men uh, and bring them back to him, uh, God just had to be crucified, to be incarnated and crucified. He had to come and live in the flesh. And uh, when he lived in the flesh, then he had to be resurrected, to die and resurrect, to become the life-giving spirit. First Corinthians 15:45. He became the life-giving spirit. He unveiled his mysterious trinity to his disciples in plain words in the book of John. When you read from chapter 14 to chapter 17, he was explaining himself to the disciples. Now, we want to come back from this short break to see that we conclude this message of the meaning of incarnation, the meaning of God putting on flesh, so that we may be exactly uh, uh, administered to. God bless you as we come back from this short break. In Jesus' mighty name, don't go away.